0: smiling the driver's seat it's mclaren and ricardo that win the italian grand prix start the celebrations for mclaren the driver's seat with matt McKeldon and stephen johnson for Kubota. for over 40 years we've been making tomorrow matter shaping and building australia together hey, come on, job.
2: And a welcome to the driver's seat as we count down towards Race Weekend. It's all about New Zealand and Pukekohe this weekend. Mm. Uh, my name's is Azor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. And boys, are you pumped for Race Week? How are we going? Oh, yeah. I'm
3: pumped for two reasons. One, Race Week. And yep. two, my old mate's back in the studio with us. Back in the studio. He's live and in person, in the chair and on the air, is Steve Johnson. I am, I am, It's good yeah. to have a co-driver back. Hey, Nimsy, though, can, we, can you do me a favour this week? Mm. Can you roll back into intro land and just chop out that whole McLaren-Ricardo-Ricardo oh, yeah. wins for McLaren?
2: Mate, we, we will touch on that in just a Don't little bit. Don't want to bit, give any free press. But my oh my, you want to talk about, although look, some stuff did come out this week that um, cleared things up just a little, little bit and made it seem just a little bit less like a, uh, an S show. We'll put it that way.
3: Mm, nah, I think I disagree with
2: that.
3: <laughs> I mean, do you reckon you know, it's been covered in sauce to make it look good? But... Yeah, I do. And we, 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 we will go into it because we've got to get to our feature interview. But um, <laughs> <laughs> in <motor> sports. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the reason we're laughing, folks, is because our feature interview tonight, you will not hear any questions from Steve Johnson and I because our feature interview was recorded well, two it, hours ago. Because they're in New Zealand. Because they're in <laughs> New Zealand. And, of course, Nimsy thought they were two hours behind and they're actually two hours ahead. So I guess while you're hearing this, is probably out at dinner or maybe even getting into bed. No, so it's, it's probably, probably a, a live interview. A but anyway, uh, in motorsport, mate, your friends stab you in the face. And uh, all I can say is I think all that's come out this week in the Formula One thing is that Dan ricardo has got some friends uh, because I think... Um, Mark Weber and a few others stabbed him in the face instead of the back, but he still got stabbed. Yeah, that's just me.
2: Yeah, there's a there's a fair bit of that going on there, but um, we'll we'll touch Mm. on that in just a moment. But yes, you did mention that uh, we did catch up. Well. I caught up with Macaulay Jones because it uh, it turns yeah, out we that didn't. Yes, we didn't. But uh, look, how is he
1: anyway? Is he <laughs> oh, right,
2: Maca? Look, look, he's going all right, and so much so. L- well, let's get to our feature interview. We do it as always, thanks to Raico Filters, <laughs> because the reason we wanted to talk to Macca is it's it's a very big weekend for the, for Brad Jones Racing. They're celebrating 700 races. Um, they it's it's the final time that we're going to go for the Jason Richards Memorial Trophy at Bukikoi. Obviously, JR and BJR have a lot of history. Jason Bright famously won. The first trophy there, mm. and another little slice to you know of the, of the. We're going to say that Maka's car is the official driver's seat car because we can exclusively we can exclusively reveal to you <laughs> that um, he's going to be back in Kubota colours, which is kind of cool. <laughs>
3: Yeah, so uh, Kubota Australia in recent years took over the management, marketing, distribution and, and all and sundry of Kubota in New Zealand. So, uh, and it was probably just a bit before COVID, so really this is the first time we've been over there in a couple of years, Stevie J. And so we are celebrating everything Kubota New Zealand uh, yes. by looking after Macaulay's full car this weekend. Uh, I, I've, I've texted a great man to get a photo of what it looks like, um, uh, Big Malconio, and he doesn't have a photo yet, so we can't even put one up online. <laughs> so he's texting Brad to say, Oi, where's my photo? Get
2: the photo oh, there, car. quick smart. Give me Be, a render. But, yeah, but let's, let's have a listen to uh, my little catch-up earlier with Macaulay Jones. You think of all the
0: things that Jason Bright has achieved in this sport a couple of years ago. He... and Entire V8 community, farewell to one of the great guys, Jason Richards. Well today the tears will flow. They're on their feet because sometimes it is about so much more than winning.
1: Excellent
0: work. Mate. We really wanted to come and win this. It means as much to me as a Bathurst trophy. I can't wait to get it home. It's really, really important to us and, and it helps you know keep Jay's memory alive and that's
2: what's really important today. And for one last time, that trophy will be up for grabs at Pukekohe as we head there this weekend for one last time. And hopefully Brad Jones Racing can repeat history and bring it back to the workshop in Albury with a four car attack. And one of those four cars will be powered by Kubota Racing once again. The number 96 Commodore with Macaulay Jones will be back in Kubota colours and Macaulay Jones is back on the driver's seat. Maca, welcome back to the show, and uh, how you going, Mod?
4: Oh, I'm great. Thanks for having me on.
2: Maca, we are headed to Pukakoe for the first time since 2019, and for you, this is actually your second visit to the circuit. 2019 was when the first time you had a crack at it, uh, so you didn't have too much experience at the circuit then, but uh, last time you jumped in a Toyota Camry in the NZ V8s competition to prepare. This time around, what's your uh, what's your plan of attack for this weekend?
4: Yeah, it's, uh, it definitely has. It feels like it's been a long time since we've come back here, and it's really it's such a good event over here. You know, there's so many fans get around it, and and then it's the JR Trophy weekend. So that you know, that always means something uh, something to us here at BJR, especially and. And uh, yeah, the plan of attack, I guess, I've just looked at a lot of footage and, and even the car characteristics have changed a fair bit over the years. So I feel like as, uh, as my experience has grown, um, I'm, I'm really keen to, to, to see what, uh, what we can do this weekend.
2: As I mentioned, the number 96 Commodore will be back in Kubota racing colours and uh, we saw that for the first time since Darwin. But uh, we're pretty mean on the track there. Hopefully we can see it up the front. And uh, how's the confidence levels um, you know, heading into this weekend?
4: Yeah, we've uh, we've had a little bit of an up and down season uh, so far, but it's uh, you know I feel like at, at the moment we're starting to piece it together with me and um, Tom, my engineer, and and um, we're just starting to to find a better a better spot to to try and tune the car with, and, and Phil Keat as well has brought in a lot to the team for this season, so that's going to be interesting to see what you know what we can learn off him over this weekend, uh, you know as, as we sort of haven't been able to chat much. Into the lead-up as, as he's not at the workshop, which is um, you know a little bit a little bit difficult at times. But it's uh, yeah, I'm really excited. The car looks awesome. I love the orange livery. It's, it's um, yeah, it's always been really cool and, and a bit different to the last Toyota livery that we had at Darwin with the indigenous livery.
2: A fair bit of change since the last time you were at Pukakoe. I mean, you've got uh, Bryce Fullwood and Andre Heimgunner joining you and Jack Smith at the team this time round. Are uh, you and Jack sort of pulling rank, being the senior BJR guys compared to uh, Andre and Bryce, who are you know, I don't know the BJR newbies? How are you all getting along?
4: No, we are. We're all getting along really well, actually. It's a it's a really good environment um, at the moment across across our sport drivers and and uh, Andre, who's sort of the most experienced of the lot, is is um, is really helpful. He's, you know, a bit of an open book with information and he shares it a lot, which is really handy. And, and me and him get along really well. We're sort of into the same same sort of stuff, right into our fitness. And, um, and yeah, so we get along really well and, and been learning a heap from him.
2: Oh, mate, we all know how much you love your fitness. And I think Andre Heimgartner is the only one in the paddock that probably could match you pound for pound when it comes to doing burpees or something.
4: Yeah, 100%. I, I definitely love my fitness and, and so does him. And um, I definitely, I, I can still outbench him, so I'm, I'm all good
2: there on that front. <laughs> now, we heard in the intro there that uh, some highlights from the 2013 um, Pukekohe round when Jason Bright and BJR won the Jason Richards Memorial Trophy. I mean, how much emotion is there for the team since this is the final time we'll be racing at Pukekohe? I mean, we, we heard it from your dad just in those highlights. Uh, he's not really an emotional dude, but uh, you could tell that that win really meant something to him.
4: Yeah, I think this is uh, the one moment he does get a bit emotional. To be honest, he's uh, it you know it means a lot to him this this event and and um, the Jackson Richards Trophy. You know, the, usually the whole family they uh, they come down for the event and and all all come and and um, enjoy it with us. So it, it's definitely an emotional one for us and even our and our crew. We've still got a lot of people that were still around uh, in the team when when Jason was racing with us. So. For, for not just Brad, but the whole the whole team, really, it's it's a pretty emotional one, and and one we'd like to get some some trophies trophies once again.
2: This weekend's also going to be another history making one for the team. Uh, BJR becomes a third team in history to reach seven hundred races in Supercars, um, and clearly you've had a hell of a roster go through um, the workshop in Albury, and you're part of that legacy as well. Uh, what's it feel like, you know? because obviously you've been there since day dot. So uh, how do you feel when you come up to a milestone like this?
4: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, when I did see that startup, you know, it, it, it's incredible to me of, you know, and it's a huge testament what, what Brad and Kim have uh, have done over their lives and, and have, you know, done such a good job to be able to go through the ebbs and flows of what what the supercars business has been and the different, different cars and different uh, different business models as well. And, you for me, I, I look at that, and, and I'm super proud of him. I'm proud of him anyway. But you know, for to, to see how much work he puts in day in, day in, day out, it's um, it's pretty incredible. Although he won't think it is, he just you know he just chops chops wood, carry water, kind of thing, and, and you know lives and breathes it, I guess. <laughs>
2: Before we let you go, mate, let's quickly talk Bathurst. Uh, you'll be teaming up with Jordan Boys for the one thousand. Uh, must be pretty handy having a co-driver that's also based in Albury. Um, but this, even though this is the first time you guys will be teaming up as um, co-drivers, it's not the first time you guys have crossed paths. I mean, you and Geordie actually have a fair bit of history, even stemming back to the karting days, don't you?
4: Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's really cool having Jordan uh, Jordan driving with me. You know, we've yeah we're we're really good mates. We go, you know, we have. Uh, 110 motorbikes that we tear around paddocks on and, and we go running and and some training together as well and then you know going back i don't know 15 years ago when we were starting karting and and he was helping me and take took me to a few rounds um in, in my early days of karting so it's kind of going swings and roundabouts a little bit and and uh yeah it's going to be a really cool journey getting to bathurst with
2: him Well, before we get to the mountain, mate, we've got to get through Pukekohe. But, uh, mate, you've been incredibly generous with your time. Uh, Thanks for joining us once again on the driver's seat. Go well this weekend. Go well in the 1,000. And hopefully uh, the JR Trophy can make its way back to Albury for one last time. And uh, good luck this weekend. And also, good luck at uh, the 1,000.
4: Yeah, thanks for having me. And definitely look out for the Kubota car over the weekend.
2: There we go. And Macaulay Jones uh, joining me on the driver's seat uh, two (laughs) two hours ago.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's
3: very you were very in-depth and very uh you asked some serious questions there, Nimsey. Well well played. Can well you done.
2: tell that I was uh shitting you know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, look, and you know what? Shouldn't you say it the other way around?
1: I was Instead just about to say yeah. shitting.
3: Shouldn't you say could you tell that I was, you know what, and bricks? Yeah. Tishing
2: <laughs> Tishing bricks.
3: No, but, uh, yeah, but it's gonna be interesting to see how he goes this weekend. I I I think he's Look, he he has had a really up and down season, and, and if I'm really honest, I think he's probably had more downs than ups. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's been a great season for McCauley. Um, uh, you know, we, we're part of from a Kubota standpoint, we're part of the Brad Jones Racing camp, and and it's good to be able to have the opportunity to get a uh, a car. But I don't think we're going to see McCauley and that car up the front, Stevie J. I don't think. I don't. Well, think, I mean, I don't think I'm being unfair when I say that. No,
1: well, you can only go off. Past results, Maddie. Yeah, you know, at the end of the yeah. day, if you look back at past results, mm. it's uh, there's not even really a shining light there. That's the problem. There's not one or two. There's not even one or two little top tens that you can go, how good's that? There's not, you know, and that's that's a disappointing thing, especially when you got someone like Andre who's super mm. fast. He said in the interview that they get on really well, and he's and Andre's an open book. So mm. why haven't we seen McCauley take that next step this year?
3: I, look, I don't think J- Jones has had a great year at all. To, if I'm quite truthful, mm. um, I, I I don't I don't think they've been consistent across any of the cars, including Heimgarten. He's clearly the best, but I still don't think they've stitched together a particularly good championship. What's going to be very telling for for McCauley next year will be when all the cars are essentially, supposedly, exceptionally equal with Gen three. Yeah, that'll show us how good he is or how not good he is. Well. So jury, Jury's out for mine on Macaulay. Great guy, nice kid. Yeah. But don't, I'm just yeah, I I'm just yeah, I I'm He'll be one of the guys I'll be watching next year, not for wins, but just to see how he actually goes. Bit of
2: progression, that's what we like to see. But, uh, yeah, Macaulay Jones... What's what we'd like to see? Macaulay Jones was our feature interview. Look for the orange Kubota Commodore. That'll be on track. But uh, you'll listen to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. We've got plenty to get through because there's a lot of silly season chat. there, are both in F1 and in supercars. And we'll even talk a little bit A little bit of IndyCar as well. But this is the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together.
0: This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia
2: together. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. And remember to rev up your smartphone with The Driver's Seat app. It is available in the App Store. And the thing that I love about the fans of The Driver's Seat is no matter what time you put us on the radio, they jump on board the temper text 0433 98 1116 is the number. Uh, Brad is in Sydney. He says he loves the show and good evening, guys. I wonder if T8 will come back to the field a little this weekend, given they haven't been afforded the luxury of a rookie test day. If they don't go as well, I'm sure they'll find solace in continuing the development of 95% of Gen 3.
3: <laughs> Bradley. <laughs> I love it.
2: Bradley goes bang.
3: <laughs> I wonder who Bradley's a fan of. Tipping, it's not Triple <laughs> h Oh, Bradley, look up. Oh. Look, I, I understand all the tinfoil hat brigade and, and all of the, the talk about advantages and disadvantages. Look, at the end of the day, I don't think there's any, there's any real advantage there other than AAA are bloody good at what they do and they'll probably win again. I mean, you can't – Shane Van Gisbergen right now is almost unbeatable. Is he not, Steve-J? He's,
1: yeah. He's, he's
3: 500 ahead. You, yeah, absolutely. With regard to that, but just with regard to his driving. Yeah, so to overtake him, you need to win two
2: Bathursts. Yep.
3: Yeah, and I mean, that's the thing. We, um, uh, If you think about it, when we go to Bathurst in just a month's time, Stevie J, he's going to go there with, he'll have his third championship. He won't care. He can just go there and flat out have a crack at Bathurst with GT. What a wonderful position to be in.
1: Well, well you know, I mean, don't forget there's a fair bit
3: after Bathurst too, still, with Gold Coast, et cetera. So yeah, But he'd still have to sit down. I mean, there's there's only Gold Coast, so there's Pukakari this weekend, Bathurst, Gold Coast and Adelaide. Adelaide. So if he So got... they're all three hundred point weekends though. Right. I believe.
1: So I think uh, isn't
3: uh Adelaide I Bathurst. Is. I don't know. Well about Bathurst
1: Adelaide. is. Well Adelaide's one fifty one fifty. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, and yeah, so yep. is Gold Coast, I think, one fifty one fifty. Yeah. Because they're both two fifty K
2: races. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I think math- you know, math- it's still a fair bit there. Yeah. yeah. Mathematically, you know, you... He, he's, he's it's it's going to take a lot to beat him, but it's still not. Oh, absolutely. Uh, he will need to go. He'd have to, go, he, d-nuff, he'd d-nuff, have to do something he's never done in his career. Just DNF, an
3: FT Crash, 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 crash. Yeah. He's never done it. No. Nah. So, or drive backwards.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but hey, look, um, get your message. You could drive
3: around backwards, Nimsy, and still score points. You know, just well, how
2: good it's just depending on how good your backing is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what diff ratio you put or what you put in reverse. What key ratio? Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the number if you'd like to get in touch. Um, the big news of the week is of course Formula One. Because after it seems like we've spent the last month talking about this. Has it been about four weeks? I reckon it has. It's probably been close. Yeah. I reckon. Oh, I think it's been, yeah, it's yeah,
3: but there's the talk. This talk has been going on for, I mean, it was the end, but it was the start of the summer season for them. The start of their summer break. That the whole Alpine what was that May, April, for, May, wasn't it? No, 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 not that far back. Well, I well Danny, I think's been under pressure for that. Oh, line, Danny, you know, for, has yeah. yeah. Danny's been, but but the whole discussion about Alonso leaving to go to to uh, Aston Martin that was the final. That was at Hungary. That was the final race before they went off to summer. Then they had a month off. And now we're two weeks back into the new season, or three weeks back into the new season, because we've had Spa, and uh, we've had the Dutch Grand Prix as well. And then so we've got
1: one this weekend coming, uh, we which is uh, Imola.
3: Ah, oh, sorry, um, San Marino. No, no, no. no.
1: It's uh, oh, the, the
2: Ferrari. The yeah, Ferrari.
1: Ones. Yeah, no, the Ferrari Monza. 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 There we go. <laughs> the Ferrari. God. There. <laughs> I. I can see it. I can see it. I just can't see it. But um, but look,
2: the the big news is, of course, it's finally been confirmed. It's official. Oscar Piastri will race for McLaren in the 2023 Formula One World Championship season. Late last week, the Contracts Recognition Board, the CRB, found in favour of McLaren and confirmed their position with Piastri, freeing the team to announce their relationship for 2023. He's going to be there on a multi-year deal to partner Lando Norris and uh, the legal stoush also revealed a bunch of details about the dispute between Alpine and Piastri. Essentially, let, let's just we'll put it in its complete nuts and bolts. Basically, they couldn't guarantee him an F1 seat till 2025. Um, there were a bunch of, you know, roadmap things that they kept missing. So I guess old mate, uh, Mr. Weber decided, how about we go look elsewhere? I think, despite what
3: everyone would think and the opinions that we all have and, and what we like and we don't like really, there is only one entity that's done anything wrong here. And they haven't really done anything wrong. They've just been pretty lackadaisical in the way they've done business. And that's Alpine. Mm. They didn't lock in their drivers. They stuffed around with uh, Alonso trying to put a deal together. Um, that then obviously led him heading off to to um, Aston Martin. Aston Martin. Yep. And and it simply was just handled very poorly internally at Alpine. No one should have ever let Oscar be able to get to that position of looking He should out. have had a watertight contract. Exactly. From, Al- from Alpine. To go to another team. Like he could have gone to Williams or he could have gone to wherever they were going to place him, you know, a little bit like Alex Albon at the mm-hmm. moment being placed. Um, so, so at, you know, at board level, at, at, at um, discussion level, uh, really it's just Alpine that have screwed the pooch on this one, which has allowed all this – to go ahead and which is, uh, you know, unfortunately, I hate to say it, Stevie J and Nimsy, but I don't reckon we're going to see Danny Rick on the grid next year. I really don't. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting, you know,
3: especially when you're hearing that, uh, you know,
1: Gasly's a favourite to take the Alpine seat Mm -hmm. now that he's been released from his Red Bull contract. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's, yeah, it's very interesting to see what's, coming
3: about what's going to happen and and where everything's going to shuffle moving forward. The only hope, I think, is if, and and try and keep up, folks, because it's not that easy, Yep. Gasly is going to head to Alpine, having two French drivers in Ocon and Gasly. Which is not in favour of Ocon either, because him and... They hate uh,
1: each other. (laughs) Yeah, Gasly and Ocon don't like each other. They don't like each
3: other at all. Why you would
1: do that as a team and disrupt
3: your drivers is beyond me. So that's a possibility of where Gasly is going to go. Um, that then leaves a seat beside Yuki Tsunoda at AlphaTauri. That is powered by Ferrari. There is a lot of talk that either Michael Schumacher will go from Haas to Ferrari-powered, because he's a Ferrari driver essentially, um, Mick Schumacher. So they may take him from Haas and put him into AlphaTauri. But if that doesn't happen, if they're going to sit Mick down, they're talking about Colton Herta coming from IndyCar across that's that's the only way that that Red Bull have said that they will um, uh, that they will put him in there is if they can give him a super license now the problem with Colton herder is that he's applied for a super license in the past and been denied it's like a hostage situation <laughs> exactly right right so it's, we, we talk about super licenses here and all that kind of stuff with supercars I hate this all this license stuff but they would love to have an, an American in a Red Bull powered and Red Bull funded, not powered, Red Bull funded car. So if if they can get Colton Herter into AlphaTauri, if Mick Schumacher stays at Haas, that's it. It's all done. If Mick leaves Haas and is into AlphaTauri, that may give an opportunity for Danny to go in, except your favourite driver... Nimsey, mm. who is currently the test driver Ferrari, remembering Haas is also a Ferrari-powered car. Uh, and I think you pronounced his name. How did you pronounce his name last week? Uh, Antonio, what was it, uh, Nimzy?
2: Oh, I can't remember.
3: Uh, <laughs> it was like Antonio Antonio <laughs> Giovinazzi, oh, Giovinazzi. Cron- <laughs> Giovinazzi. He may be moved from Ferrari reserve driver into Haas because it's a, it's a Ferrari-powered car. So the seats are running out for for Danny. He's talking about sitting out, Steve J. What do you mm. think? If he sits out, Is that's that a pretty good much. Move, that's
2: the Steve? that's the nail in the coffin, isn't it?
1: Well, he might be able to do a deal with someone. I mean, if I was Danny Rick, I wouldn't want to go to Haas. Nah, you know, it's you just you're slowly stepping down the ranks of you know the the car and the speed of the car. Um, why would you do that? And, and you know, it's one of those things where I think that he could do a deal with a top team that's looking at might even be an Aston Martin, you know, when, when for a year or two years as a development test driver for them when Alonso finishes, you know Mm. what I mean? Like, Mm. so, so there's, there's ways that, that he could look into getting back into a good seat, but you know, why would you just become like, and he said it himself in his interviews that, he doesn't want to just be on the grid just to fill the grid. He wants mm. to be able to try to win races. Yeah, he hasn't done a great job at McLaren, sure, but he I don't know why you would want to keep going to a team that doesn't even have any, I don't think, any hope, even in the future of, mm. doesn't matter how much develop, development they do, they're not going to be
3: in the front two rows. And the other, the other I suppose, final option, I suppose, might be Williams, if Williams finally axe Nicky Latifi. But Latifi brings Latifi brings a lot of money. Andy's mother is on the board of Doroton, who owned the team. So I, I don't know whether even Williams is an option now. Maybe Mercedes, if they stick him in as reserve driver, uh, uh, where he can really help, because they really need help with development at the moment. Um, in the in the thought that perhaps Hamilton might sit down at the end of next year and then. And then Danny could come in to really support George for the future. I, I look, I don't know. I just don't think we're going to see him on the grid next year mm. to be quite frank. And I'm really disappointed that he said, if I'm not, if I do step away, I'm not going to be racing anything else. I was so hoping that he was going to flick across to IndyCar, but I think that's a pipe dream. I don't think we're going to see it.
2: Well, you know what, Matty, he might have a, a year on a sideline and all of a sudden an IndyCar drive might look a little bit more attractive. <laughs>
3: look, it may do. Um, uh, Ozzy's doing pretty well over there. We'll talk
1: well, about that coming up, but man alive. Alonso had a hiatus and went away and did some IndyCar, did some Lamar, did some stuff that he, some, some dreams that he wanted to, and
3: then he came back. Raikkonen did it. Yeah. He went off and did rally, NASCAR, came back and jumped straight into Ferrari. So it can be done. It can be done. I just, a lot of, I don't like the way a lot of the language is being used around Danny at the moment saying that he's a broken man and he's this, that, and the other thing. It's just devaluing him as an individual mm. I still think he's got it I just don't think it worked at McLaren. I just
1: I just love to see him have a cracking end to the year you know what I mean and mm. have the last five races or six races or whatever it is in the That's I know it didn't it was awful But I haven't said that you know I'm not pointing the fingers at anything
3: but his strategy was pretty average I think his strategy's been really
2: average which is, not, his
1: whole time. which is not his issue.
2: Not really. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, Nmz, I You've dropped you the music gone. there. <laughs> yeah. We've run it's out. Like you're That's going, why. <laughs> we run out. <laughs> it's like you're going up to accept a, an Oscar and the music comes up saying, you've got to finish. Come on, <laughs> we got to run out the door, buddy. <laughs> hey, look, wh- one good thing at least out of this, if there's any silver lining, I like the fact that uh, Danny Rick made a point to reach out to Mark Weber, and just, well, Mark Weber made the effort to reach out to him to say, look, mate, mm. sorry, it's. You know, this is just how the game is. And Danny Rick actually reached out to Oscar to sort of be <laughs> like, look, mate, I know how hard this game is. Go well. Yeah,
3: yeah his ego hasn't got the better. of I and mean, as I said, he's, he, the two other Aussies stabbed him in the face rather than the back, which is really quite appreciated. in I, don't reckon,
1: I reckon that's incorrect that you say that. But Why? anyway, Because they don't. They didn't.
3: They didn't. Well, who stabbed him in the face
1: was McLaren. Not Mark Webber. No, they that. stabbed him in the back, and uh, but they didn't stab him in the face. You and it, it would be no different yeah, trying to get a drive drive anywhere. It doesn't it, matter who it is because it was June. Well, he shouldn't go for that drive just because there's an Aussie in the seat. Yeah, no,
3: as said, he can still do it, but he's just stabbing a guy in the face. I'm coming for your seat, mate. Bang, done. Whereas McLaren stabbed him in the back no, and said, "I know you got a year, you're seat. out." Of he's going for any seat. Yeah, I know. And who and it could have been McLaren that
1: approached him first, said, "Hey, is your contract watertight?" Oh, I bet you it was. So we
2: have
3: gone into our third round run, run of music. Me and Zach Brown, we're not mates
2: anymore. <laughs> we'll, we'll take a quick pause for the course cause because uh, there's going to be more silly season chat. This time, an absolute bombshell in Ooh. the world of supercars, but we'll touch on that next right here on the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together.
0: This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together.
2: Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do thanks to Kubota. And remember, you can rev up your smartphone with The Driver's Seat app. It's got podcasts, interviews, news and videos. It is a must for all motorsport fans. But uh, the silly season, my God, did it have an absolute bombshell? First off, Lee Holdsworth upsets the Apple cart by going mm. and announcing his retirement and Solid career there, Leroy. Um, you know, and you all of a sudden thought, okay, well, let's sort of mix things up a little bit. One day he's going to go to BRT. Next thing you know, Toddy Hazelwood. Hello, mm-hmm. welcome everyone. I'd love to <laughs> jump in
3: here. <laughs> Where did this come from? Look, I, I, I don't know. I, from the intel that I get, he was on a two-year deal mm. that I think cost Todd about half a million bucks. So I don't. I think he brings. He was bringing about a half a million dollars worth of sponsorship. So, um. I think, yeah, it's just an, it was out of the blue, wasn't it? I mean, Todd, we had Todd on the show just a couple of weeks ago prior to Sandown, I think, and he was saying how happy he was and, and everything's like a homecoming. Yeah. yeah, All that kind of stuff. But, um, I think, I think the, the Holdsworth thing has triggered a few things, triggered a few discussions because obviously, uh, we think Slade is leaving to go to premiere, um, now potentially toddler down to BRT (laughs) that then leaves a, so, a, a seat open at MRT and Matt's um, not MRT at M- MSR. Uh, yeah, race, yeah, MSR and Matt's come out and said that he wants to keep fostering youth. So does that put Stevie J Aaron Seaton in the frame? Does that put a Jordan Boyce Zach Best. in the frame? Does that put a Zach Best Zach in Quinn the frame? Frayton. Because there are a lot of young mm. guys who are ready to step up.
1: I think that, uh, or Maddie. um, Said in, in an interview, didn't he, that he thinks that, um, their team is rather than putting someone, you know, a, a senior driver in there as such, you know, they got JLB in there, which they're, they're happy with, but yep. they, they have indicated that, um, MSR want to blood a new rookie, you know, a fresh rookie. Yeah. yeah. And there are some good ones there waiting in the wings, you know? So I, I think that's definitely on the cards with what you said with one of those blokes, yep. um, who it's going to be. I, you know, I think it's still going to come down to who's going to bring a bit of cash along. A bit of Charlie. Bit there's of
0: Charlie no cash Ash. here. Here. There's no <laughs> cash. All right.
2: Cash. No. Robo? No cash. No cash. So yeah, no Matt, Matt talking to
3: the uh, the potential drivers. Yeah. <laughs> there's <laughs> no cash here. You've got to <laughs> bring it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting. Um, we've said it before. I think Chris Pither is potentially out. Mate, would Chris go to, MSR, he's got, to my little friend. <laughs> he's going to take money with him because Coca Cola is going to stay with him. So maybe he could go across to MSR and, and take good wedge, mm. take good money with him.
2: But uh, what, Would, what does that but mean? It's not youth. What does that mean though for um for the other car at, at um at Premier? Subway, it, it, does subway oh. go.
3: Uh, I, I no, I don't think Subway. Well, I, I reckon mean, it's gonna it's a, be. It's a it's a hand in hand deal. So yeah, maybe, mate. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't think, I don't think Pete zibras cares. gibras
2: cares, really? No, no. It, it, and and we've we I wrong saw, in
3: saying that, Stevie J.
1: No, I don't. Know. I don't think that he stresses out about getting someone with big dollars at all. I don't think he does. No, I think he's confident that they can. Pull the sponsorship that they need,
3: and mm. he wants to build it the way he wants to build it. And if not, there'll be two Premier hire cars. Yeah. In the meantime, as long as they've got good drivers. So I think Jimmy Golding's going there, Sladey's going there. And, uh, and Jimmy
2: Golding, you want to talk about a bloke that has really grabbed his second chance and run with it. He has done fantastic, because obviously, like, and, and as you sort of said, Maddie, we, we've hinted at this a little bit, um, the guys at Premier Racing, they know that they've got a very uphill battle, so when they saw that you know, they were pushing the proverbial uphill with um, Gary Jacobson. Nice, Gary! It was a little bit of... Uh, <laughs> Nothing for the old Gary. And then they replaced him with a better driver. Yeah. Which, and, you know, it, it was just like, well, that was a good decision. What am I going to do next? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's... I think Gary's...
3: I think Gary... It's just hard for Gary. He didn't really bring a lot of money. And that team is developing... Um, Chris's seat has probably been guaranteed there because he did bring quite a bit of money but to both cars with the subway deal. Uh and so that saved his bacon. But the car's been developing. It's a young team. And Gary, unfortunately, just didn't bring particular monetary value. Mm. So was given the Tijuana. Um yeah, I it's gonna be very interesting. I I, don't, I think it comes down a bit more the monetary value though too. I think I, I think, think he, culturally he wasn't the right thing. Yeah, exactly. To put it. I think that's how you put it. You can't get out of a car. You can't get out of any team sport, right? Start yeah. throwing 90 mil spanners at everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't go tossing spanners when you get out of the car when you've just when you've just hit somebody. Yeah. You know, oh, you can't. Seems have done himself a mischief. <laughs> well, and Gaz did, and we were there to witness it up in Darwin, weren't we, Stevie J? Can mm-hmm. do on right, like, like a pocket shop. a uh, from all reports. He did carry on like a pocket job. I gave him a little tune up on Sunday night, though, didn't I? We did, well, we both tried to give him a tune up on Sunday night, but he just brushed us. I think, didn't he? At the pub, he just mm. okay, maybe I, he didn't recognise two old silver. Bikes. Recognize us,
2: right, so, so no. now now like that, the Muppets, the two Muppet guys. Well, let's uh, <laughs> let's look let's look a little ahead now because if we're looking mm. at twenty twenty three, mm. is Todd going to um, Blanchard Racing Team a good move? Like, what's the incentive there? Like, because it's... Oh, gee, that's cause, a good question. Because you know what I mean? Like, And I'm not not being disrespectful to BRT, but you might as mm-hmm. well go to Premier Racing because they're both fresh teams, mm. fresh stuff. They, they're barely, like, considering the fact that, um, you know, Sladey... Got um, Cool Drive Racing off to an absolute ripper start before it all went pear shaped at. Uh, before mount, he binned it. Yeah, at, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at Mount Panorama at the yeah. start of the year last year. Yeah. And then it's just yeah. sort of been a bit of a downhill slide since. What would make Todd Hazelwood go, yeah, you know what? That looks all right.
3: Oh, that's a question for Stevie J. No. You've been in this position. Should he stay at MSR? Should he go to BRT?
1: Yeah, I... And why I, would
3: he go to BRT? Well, I don't really know. I mean, maybe he
1: feels as though uh, he's going to get more opportunity at BRT. But, I mean, a one-car deal is much harder than a two-car deal to start with. Totally. Um, Which data? Yeah, do they share he,
3: data with anyone? Possibly, I think. I don't
1: Tickford. think so. I don't think so. But I think they're doing a lot of their own stuff now. I don't think they're
3: doing any of Tickford stuff anymore. So, because uh, they, they got Mirko there. Um, well, when he comes back from his... Back operation, Mm -hmm. and their current guy's just gone into the into the Blanchard business in Cool Drive. Mm. Like they've had a revolving staff door there. I yeah, look, I'm I don't know. Maybe it's cash. Maybe he brings money to MSR, but he's going to get paid at Blanchard. Maybe because he's been a hustler for money. I don't
1: think it's a good look, though. I I honestly don't think it's a good look for him. You know, getting out of a two year contract a year early. Um, he's been bouncing around seats, he's been obviously to MSR, he's been to Brad Jones, got bounced out of there, there. back to MSR, now he's going to Blanchard. I just just don't think it's a good look for him, as much as he works hard behind the scenes to to have his... Yeah, and and a great guy, but I just don't think it's a great look, and I I think that the bigger teams sort of look at that and go... To
3: seat yeah. jumper. the, the seat
2: thing is, jumper, like, we don't like that. I feel that he got a bad rap at Brad Jones Racing because the circumstances in which he joined that team, and I'm just I'm talking about world circumstances there. Because all of a sudden you got a fragmented yeah. season, you can't really develop. You, you, he he just moved from the Gold Coast to Melbourne. You can't do anything in Melbourne. You can't like, you know what I mean? It, it's it's. I feel like the two years at Brad Jones Racing for Todd Hazelwood needs an asterisk next to it. Because it's not a normal season. But it
3: wasn't a normal season for anybody. And some people really shone throughout that time. I think Steve's right. I think at some point you've got to you've got to an unfortunate I think at some point you've just got to put your feet under the desk, Stevie J, and you're going to say, We're going to keep rounding this out. Mm. We're we're going to grind this out together. We're going to I'm going to have a and maybe this is why he's going. Maybe he's going to go to BRT. He's going to have build a team around him, Stevie J. And that's going to be him for the rest of his career. Yeah.
1: I think what, as in just float up, floating
3: around, bouncing around, yeah. picking up the dregs, whatever. Yeah. He's going to go, you know what? If I'm going to do this, I'm here on a three-year deal with a three-year option. Not that I don't ever get any of that sort of stuff. But, you know, I really want to commit to this team for the for the long term and let's build it together. Yeah, I mean, th- there's two questions. Why would he want to go there, firstly? And secondly, why does Slade want to leave there to go to Premier? mm you know, because premieres ain't not doing any better than than BRT.
2: So what's happened mm. there? Yeah, there's there's so many questions to be asked here, but and uh, we'll
3: never know the answers. No, no we'll, we'll never know the answers because people won't tell us. Uh, but I just maybe it's a personality thing at MSRT's Second run there, maybe wants a fresh start. Maybe he's getting paid. Maybe he didn't get the money through. I don't know.
2: Don't know. Well, don't know. Don't know. Don't know. The the other thing too, and this is a, a little X factor here. Uh, cool drive racing isn't like any other team because it's a racing team second and it's cool drive auto parts first.
3: Oh, yeah, but it's the same with Triple Eight. Triple Eight's an engineering business yeah. first and a race team second. That's true. You know, the only reason they've got the race team is to be able to make the engineering
2: business go mm. So, so uh, Berserkazoid? Berserkazoid. Yeah, that's
3: like a technical word. Oh. <laughs> so many questions.
2: So many questions. But uh, one thing that is for sure... Um, It's going to be a hell of uh, an opening season at Newcastle. When you have all of these brand new cars, new people and new teams, Uh, it might be a bit of a free-for-all. I can't
3: wait till Newcastle and Gen 3 next year. That's if, of course, we get Gen 3 at Newcastle next year. Jury is still out for mine on that one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not that I know, Eddie. Have some balls and do it yourself.
3: I would. I would have a crack myself, but I'm too old, I'm too fat, and I'm too broke. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Yep.
1: Did I say shit? Sorry.
3: <laughs> that Man. would be my first day in a supercar team. Well, <laughs> oh,
2: well, we've got to um, watch this space because uh, you never know what might happen uh, next week uh, in terms of at the paddock. You could, you could have someone decide to, hey, you know what? I'm getting out of my 10-year deal, and I'm going to go somewhere else or whatever. Maybe. What about Fabian Coulthard for a chair?
3: I don't
2: know. Never uh, say never. You never say, because,
3: yeah, never say um, never. maybe BRT want to go to a second car. Well, I have been talking about
1: that. Timmy Blanchard yeah. was keen on doing that at yeah. some stage. Yeah. You know, crawling before you can walk and that sort of thing. Um, but. I I don't know I don't know going to well, what, Gen three what, is that the right time to expend two cars I don't know I think, not
2: I don't think they're crawling is that
1: also <laughs> like, well they've been, they've oh. just been up and down they've they've had some solid like surprising results and mm. then they've had some shockers so mm. no consistency no consistency um, at all hard to get consistency in this game unless you triple you no know, don't forget Nimsy at the start of the year or or thereabouts for a little while they were and we were we were pounding down. Uh, Tickford because they were in front of them Mm -hmm. Mm. and obviously
3: now um, they've lost their way. It's total
2: bullshit. It's bullshit. Alright, can't add much more to that.
3: Do you know who really wants Gen 3? Nick Perkett.
2: He really wants Gen 3 to come along. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Just when, we, just when we've mended fences, you go and kick them down again. <laughs> nah, Nick's all right. Uh, it's he the, told me he can't wait for Jen's wreck. It's the driver's seat, <laughs> thanks to Kavoda. Um, <laughs> together, we are shaping and building Australia. We'll wrap it all up next and talk a little bit IndyCar right here on The Driver's Seat.
0: This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together.
2: It is The Driver's Seat, and thanks for joining us on the program. Remember, you can get in touch with us anytime by liking us on Facebook and all of our socials. At Driver's Seat Show is the place to do it. Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. In fact, we had a fair bit of love for you, Stevie J, in the past 24 hours for your birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Yes. Uh, a fair few people... How old? 48. There you go. A fair few amount of people on our Facebook page. Also managed to mention this.
3: Did someone say KFC? I don't care. <laughs> so, um, little, uh little... They did too. He's still slim, folks. He's not chowing down. He's just come back from a week and a half of skiing. Mm. Fit. It's looking good.
2: Yeah. So, thanks, uh, thanks. just a... Uh, um, uh, Tony says, happy birthday. happy had a fantastic day. Graham, Maddie White, John... Alex, Rob, Rob said, did someone say $330 Tomahawk steak? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Darren and. How was that? Uh, and Who paid for that? <laughs> did, uh, did
3: did the, more, did the, uh, Bill? And Bill his, and Maria? No. no. You, you we chipped we in shared. for the 350? We chipped in. Did you share the Tomahawk or four of you? Or was that just you and Breezer? No, uh, four. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, all four. Big bit of meat. Big meat, Stevie J.
2: Big meat. It's one of the only... <laughs> Big, the, juicy meat. It's about the size of a club lock, <laughs> uh, if you remember what the old <laughs> they used to look oh, like. Oh, mate, she was bigger than a club lock. <laughs> yeah.
3: If this thing, hit, like if a club lock hit you in the head, you'd probably but get up. If this that. thing whacked you in if, the head, you'd be out for if, the count. If it was anywhere else, if you
1: weren't at the snow at Threadbow, it'd be a $120 steak, $140 steak. But because it's there, it's around 30. Which is still, for me, who doesn't eat meat, that's insanely expensive. Yes, it was. That's definitely the most expensive bit of meat that I've ever eaten in my life. How could you not eat
2: meat? Come on, mate.
3: Mm. Jeez, How rough. could you not eat meat? Yeah, especially when I was sponsored by
2: Hog's Breath Cafe. Yeah, for about <laughs> years say. and years and years. <laughs> oh, Great jeez. chicken at Hog's Breath Cafe. <laughs> but anyway, um, my look, friend, my friend Disco, he's a good boy. Uh, I think that's all the cashies out the way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> let's uh-huh. let's talk IndyCar. <laughs> <laughs> and the headline reads: McLaughlin wins again. He has put on an absolute clinic. Uh, of the IndyCar Series, donama- dominating at the Grand Prix in Portland. And uh, I'll mm. tell you what, for a bloke that's only in his second season, he's taking like a duck to water, hasn't he? We knew that Penske was going to be
3: strong coming into this round because they tested at this circuit. They, it was typically not a good circuit for them, so they went and tested, found some stuff, and dominated. Well, all Scott weekend. dominated. And then Scott of Scott all the Penske's because Newgarten got dropped back for an engine change mm. from Quali. I think he was P2 in Quali and then got dropped back six spots or whatever it was. But but three Anzacs on the podium. Scotty McLaughlin, Will Power, Scotty Dixon. I mean, if this it, how is Australia not getting behind this at a great rate of knots? All the controversy with Danny Rick and we're braining him in IndyCar. Uh, and it's just, it's it's not on the front page, which annoys me. But sensational effort, Stevie J. Anyone, any time out of a 110-lap race, you lead 104 of them. 104. You've been, you've had a good day.
1: You've just absolutely spanked everybody <laughs> with the biggest bat you could find. Oh, yes. With my tomahawk bone, you've spanked everybody.
3: <laughs> and puts him now, I think, fifth in, the fifth in the championship. With one round to go this weekend at Laguna Seca.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's it's just uh, what a dream, an awesome year for him. You know, three wins, three poles so far. Not yeah. finished yet. Yeah, I'm backing him in for the last one as well. Right. Um Typically, not a great place for Penske, No, Seca. But as you said, neither was Portland. So, mm-hmm. it, it's just so. And I was saying to you off air, mate, it's just ironic that you've got who Scotty has now passed Alex Palau in the championship, mm-hmm. and Alex won last year's championship, mm-hmm. and. He hasn't even – Palau hasn't even had a win or a poll this year. It's crazy. And crazy. obviously, yeah, there's there's some more contract issues with him as well. So, <laughs> And guess who's at the forefront of that? McLaren, again.
3: Yes. Because um, so I got Zach, Yeah, yep. Zach's making friends. Really? Zach Brown, <laughs> yeah. he's making some friends. Mm. And there's, some scientist said to me the other day, oh, Palau won uh, the championship in his second year, Matt. So, you know, you can't say Scotty's doing all that well when Palau won it in his second year. I had to point out to that scientist that this is only Scotty Mack's second year in open wheel racing as opposed to Alex Palou, who'd made a career coming up through Europe in open wheelers mm. and made it all the way through to IndyCar. And Scotty's handed it to him in only second year of driving open wheelers. Yeah. So Scott has done a fabulous job. I think he was on on SEN this morning um, with, with you guys Nimsey and was? and uh, on the zoom on the, on, on, from the, the golf course. on the golf course from the golf course <laughs> and you know uh, we say all the time Nimsey that you know we've known him through motorsport and and from when he was a young fella he's still unaffected isn't he he's over there oh, earning mate. millions what a great bloke he's still unaffected you he's look at a, him
2: he's on a golf course in laguna seca and I'm I'm about to set up a zoom call with him he sees my my uh my bonds pop up, and uh, he <laughs> thinks, oh, "I know that Malteser." Hello, Nimsey hello. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't say, "I know he that Malteser." He didn't say that, <laughs> but but he was like, "Good hey, evening, <laughs> how are we?" And we were just having a good old yarn. Meanwhile, poor Jared's behind me, like, "Are we going to do this interview?" or, <laughs> or no, like, buddy, what's
1: block. Grass block. But, bloke. but I, not that I want to get off the topic of Scotty Mac because I think it's just a, such a good story. Mm. But another good story, which I think is just phenomenal, is. Scotty Dixon going, he's, he's still in the hunt. He's P2 in the championship, equal with Newgarden, going for a seventh IndyCar title.
2: At so how old is at he? 43,
1: 43 I think 43? He is.
3: And, and to add to it, willpower. Willpower, like, willpower. Our own willpower leading by 20 points. And could be, so become a, a two two-time time champion. This will take him to a two time IndyCar champion with a massive attitude adjustment. From his whole career to this year, because if you followed Will Power and a bit of IndyCar, Toowoomba's own Will Power, mm-hmm. Crazy Eyes as we call him, he's a bit of a firecracker. Like he 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 carries on like, he's carried on like a bit of a two-bob watch his whole career. Throws spanners. That's throw, facial. He threw the finger at officials. Threw a double finger at the, yeah. at the race control <laughs> <laughs> so, as he so, walked past them. Can blow up. Will power this year. He obviously had a tune up somewhere in the off season because see, I'm not gonna worry about it this year. I'm not gonna worry about it. I'm just gonna go very cool. What will come will come. He's only picked up, I think, one or two pole positions this year. The majority of the time he's qualified midfield, kept his head and raced. Now we go into Laguna Seca. Boom, twenty mm. points ahead. Now could go the could go the the big double for for Crazy Eyes Power.
2: Fingers crossed uh, we, we see a nice big win there for Willpower. Now, before we go, uh, something has popped through on the text line. Keep your text messages coming in. Thank you, Frank and Fakatani. Um, hey, we might even see you this weekend, Frank. We might, actually. In yeah, that's a Fakatani, good point. has he got tickets? Uh, but yes, we've got uh, two. What about Scotty? <laughs> Three wins. Yes, yeah. yes, indeed. But yes. this one, which I think we'll leave on. Uh, hey, gang, any whispers that on the silly season is about to leave a driver feeling deflated at the soccer team? Brackets, Walk and Andretti United. That's a good one, actually. The soccer team. <laughs> <laughs> to be replaced with someone who is familiar with a Ford product. Cheers, M in Melbourne. Oh, did I just let the cat out of the bag? <laughs> mm. M in Melbourne. Oh, well, it's not me. It's
3: not Matt. I mean, so they're obviously talking about Percat, you'd have to think. Or would you think that, are familiar with Ford product? Yeah. You reckon Chaz is going to
2: head No, back. to be replaced with someone who's familiar with Ford with a Ford product. Right, okay. So you'd have to think being
3: replaced would be Nick. Mm. And would it be would it be Jordan Boyce?
2: Zach Best. He's familiar with Ford product. Put it on poll at Well, we're writing this number down. M in Melbourne. Hey, M. Mm. Yeah. Did you just let the cat out of the bag?
1: Can I just say something? Yes. What's the most common what's the common denominator in this situation as
3: well?
2: Um Zach Brown.
3: Correct. Okay. No, it's Zach Brown. He's Zach Brown. (laughs) Oh, Zach, mate. I swear to God. You better be careful at the Grand Prix next year. You might just, you might get hunted.
2: (laughs) Mm. He'll be a marked man. But um, uh, yeah, thanks for your messages. Keep them coming through on our social media. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Driver's Seat Show. That is it from us. We'll have a full, full edition for you next week. Live here on the driver's seat, but that's it from us. We'll see you next week.
0: Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain, or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.